copyrighted program created by the Rio Grande Oil Company. Up on the police calling all cars, attention all cars, broadcast 94. Cars in the vicinity take notice. Go to the corner of Figaro and Adams at once regarding a bank robbery. That's all. Rose and Every girl listening to Calling All Cars is entitled to a free gift. In fact, you can get several free gifts. Just listen to the announcement at the close of this program. Rio Grande delivers more value than any other gasoline. Besides the free gifts for girls and boys, Rio Grande gives every motorist more value than ever before for his gasoline money. In the first place, you get Tetra Ethel, added to Rio Grande cracked gasoline at no increase in price. You get more speed, more power. It is easy for any gasoline to claim these superiorities, but Rio Grande offers proof that it is the fastest, most powerful gasoline in this market. What greater proof can you ask than the selection of Rio Grande cracks in preference over all other gasoline? To power the police cars, fire engines, ambulances, and other emergency equipment of cities like Los Angeles, Oakland, Berkeley, Bakersfield, San Diego County, and Maricopa County, Arizona, and many, many others. Of all the emergency cars operated in this territory, more use Rio Grande Crack than any other brand. Doesn't that prove you will get greater value for your gasoline money when you ask for Rio Grande Crack gasoline? pleasure to present Captain H.S. Seeger, commanding the robbery and narcotics squad of the Los Angeles Police Department. Captain Seeger. Good evening, friends. There seems to be no length to which criminals will not go in carefully planning a crime which they believe will put them on easy streets for the rest of their lives. Physical and mental energy is expended in lawless enterprises which is directed in proper and honest channels, might well return the authors of the plans a much greater compensation than they receive for their criminal activity. For these men always slip up. They forget something. They omit an important detail, and then the law is on their trail. None of them get rich quick. None of them retire to a life of ease. Do you remember Herb Wilson? He worked months planning the robbery of a safe in Detroit in which it was reported there reposed $13 million. The plans went through with military precision, but the acetylene gave out in his torch. There was only a quarter inch of steel left between him and his fortune. He was a smart man, but he slipped up once, and then again, and again, and finally landed in the penitentiary. This case is similar to the one you are about to hear, in which three young men worked with an intensity they never would have felt in an honest occupation, toiled like slaves in a dark, dank hole underground, burning toward a fortune which they never got.
was a dismal, rainy night in February 1932. In a small, badly furnished apartment, three men sit talking. I wish this rain had let up. I'm getting sick and tired of sitting around doing nothing. Uh, you and me both, Jim. If I don't raise some dough pretty soon, there's going to be no happy home for me. I'm so flat I can't even buy a package of cigarettes. Yeah, here, Bill, have one of mine. Oh, thanks. Right? Yeah, I'd need my match. Yeah. Boy, am I fed up on this bumming cigarettes, meals, and everything else. I don't know how you stand it so well, Mac. I'd go nuts passing out cigarettes to people like me. What would you boys say if I told you of a way to make some dough? Plenty of dough. Huh? Say that again. I got an idea that means plenty of dough to all of us if you boys want to go into it with me. It means a lot of hard work, but it's worth it. Say, listen, I can't think of anything at this point that I wouldn't do for some real cash. What's the dope? Well, remember a year or so ago, a couple of guys tunneled into a bank and grabbed 15,000 bucks in cool, hard cash? Yeah, I remember. They got caught and sent up. Right. But they made mistakes. Mistakes we can profit by. You mean that you want to rob a bank? That's exactly what I do mean. And I've got it all figured out so there's not a chance in the world for a slip-up if we take our time and make plans carefully. I don't know about that, Mac. I can send you up for a long, long time for a little thing like bank robbery. I don't know, but what I'd rather bum cigarettes than take such a long chance. Well, of course, if you boys don't want to get in the gravy, it's all right with me. I'm sorry to see a couple of guys with me dough turning down a gold mine because I don't have to take a chance. Oh, we made dough all right, but, boy, I still think it's a big risk. Makes us so sure to be safe. Are you interested enough to listen to my ideas? Sure, why not? If we don't like it, we don't have to go, Jim. Might be a good thing at that. Well, it's okay with me to hear what you've got, Max. Well, I'm not at all sure I'm going to like the idea. Knowing you two boys as well as I do, I've got a hunch you'll like it plenty. Anyway, here's the dope. There's a branch bank at Figueroa and Adams, and right down the middle of the street there's a sewer pipe with not more than a foot of water in it. Now, if we were to get in there and dig a tunnel...
It won't be long now. Yeah, it won't be long now. That's what you've been saying every day for the last three weeks. I'd known it was going to take this long to dig a lousy tunnel. I'd never have gone into this deal. Oh, steady, Bill. This isn't going to do any good to people about it now. Anyway, nice drive. Putting our plans were within ten feet of the bottom of the vault right now. In that vault, there's a fortune for all Boy, I can just see that dough lying there. The most beautiful thing I can think of. Nice, crisp, cool, green build. Just waiting to be spent. Okay, Jim, cut out the poetry and let's get to work. We ought to get to within cutting distance of that vault in a minute. If we do, we'll strike pay dirt before morning. A few hours later, William Waters, night watchman for the bank, is making his rounds when he sees a light burning in the office of a finance company next door. In the circle of light thrown from a small desk lamp, he makes out the face of Glenn Blaze, manager of the finance company and close friend of his. Deciding to have a late smoke with him, Waters enters the office.
There's a breeze coming down the tunnel. Hey, wait a minute. Somebody's lifted a manhole somewhere. Quiet, I'll go back and see this one. Kids are cops. We're cut like a bunch of rats. Shut up, you fool. If it is the bull, they might not find us in here unless you shout about it all over the place. I knew something like this had happened. I should have played my hunch. I should have kept out of this. Wait on your limit to quit beef hunt. Quiet. Come back back along the tunnel. Come on, leave that stuff and get out of here. The law all right, but they haven't found a hole in the place yet. You can get out and beat it down the shore to some other little thing and get away before they find this tunnel. Come on, Bill. Let's go. Yeah, it was pretty smart of you, Max. 
Colonel, and the papers have already forgotten us. Yeah, and within three weeks, we'll have another bank lined up. Another bank? Sure, you don't think that just because we mopped this job, we're going to quit, do you? It only takes one good haul, and we're set for life. You know, Max, there's one thing bothering me. How in the devil did the bulls get wise to us? If we could figure that out, we'd be better off the next time. It's just pure luck, Jim. I tell you, there wasn't a chance in the mirror of finding us. Just one of those things, luck. Yeah, I wish we had a little of that. Yeah, we wouldn't be laying around this apartment waiting. Hey, listen, if you guys will just have a little patience, we'll be sitting pretty. I spotted a bank over on Jefferson last night that looks like the worst to me. There's a manhole right in front of it, and the vault's only about 12 feet away from the opening. And all we got to do is to sit tight until this mess blows over, then get a closer look at the setup out there and go to work. It's a cinch. Well, say, Jim, what time's Mabel do here? We don't want to be sitting around when she arrives. Oh, that's right. Well, what time is it now? Yeah, 2.30. Well, if you ought to get home by 3, I guess you better get out. Uh, where will we meet you tonight, Mike? Mm, your wife's going to stay here? No, she's going out somewhere for dinner. I told her I was going over to the city office again. All right. Well, let's all get together here about 6. Okay by me. Yeah, me too. And I'll see you boys here at 6 tonight. All right. So long. Detective led veteran Spencer canvassing the neighborhood for any scraps of information run into good luck. There's another apartment now, sir. Let's ask the landlady. Yeah. You know, I'm beginning to get tired of a fight of apartments. It makes the 15th we've been in today. We've gotten the same answer at all of them. Never heard of any matching. Well, here goes nothing. You push the buzzer this time, Herb. Maybe it'll bring some luck. Yeah. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. We're looking for a man by the name of Matson. Tim Matson. You any tenant here by that name? Matson? Uh, no, I don't, but I Is there anybody staying here that has a similar name? Well, let me think. I... I might have moved in about a month ago. Oh, wait a minute. There's a Mr. Jim Watson lives here, and if I remember rightly, he moved in just about that time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yes, it was the day that my son got his job over at the bakery. You know, that's our man. Right. What if you could tell us a little about this man? you know if he works? Why, uh, yes, I think he does. At least he leaves here every night about 9 o'clock, and he takes a sack of lunch with him, and it's he all that... He here about 9 at night. Herb begins to look as though we're on the right track. Now, what apartment has he? Number 201. He's on the second floor, right off the stairs. Hey, wait a minute. What do you men want to know all this for, you friends of his? We're detectives, ma'am. Los Angeles Police Department. Detectives? Oh, I might have known this would happen. Just as I was getting back on my feet. Oh, what's he done? This may not be the man we're after, ma'am, but if it is, we want him for a little attempted bank robbery. robbery? A bank robbery in my No, house. don't get excited, ma'am. We just want to talk to him and make sure. There won't be any trouble. You know if he's in right now? Oh, no. Mr. Watson went out a little while ago, but I... Well, if you don't mind, then, we'll go up and take a look at the apartment. Well, I, I don't know if I should let you... You wouldn't want to prevent us from arresting a thief, would oh, you? heaven forbid. Well, I guess it's all right. But what if Mr. Watson comes home while you're up there? What's just let him come up. Now, don't say a word to him about our being there. And that way, you can help us a lot, ma'am. All right, but I hope I don't have to talk to him. I'm so nervous. I'm sure he thinks there was something wrong. Have you a key to the apartment? Uh, yes, sir, right here. Thanks. All right, Hal. Let's take a look around up there. And don't forget, ma'am, don't say anything to anyone. I promise you there'll be no disturbance if we can help him. Well, all right, but I tell you, my nerves are so upset, I'll never be the same again. <laughs> Better take a look in the bathroom and all the closets, sir. This is on the safe side. Yeah, right. Ain't nothing here. No. There's no one here, Al. Hey. Here's something you might interest in this closet. What 
trousers that look a whole lot like the mat of that sleeve we found. I guess that settles it, Herb. This is one of the men we're looking for. Now all we have to do is to sit tight till he shows up. Have your gun handy, Hal. This guy might just decide to shoot his way out when he sees us. Well, I feel sorry for him if he does. I have a feeling he'd come out second best. For an hour and a half, the two men sit in a small room waiting for the arrival of their quarry. Nothing happens. Other tenants go by outside, but no one opens the door to apartment 201. Then, suddenly, the detectives become aware of footsteps approaching and stopping outside the door. A key crashes against the metal. The bolt turns in the lock. And as the door springs open, Ned Better draws his gun, snaps on the light, and faces the newcomer. What the? Well, if, if you're a burglar, it won't do you any good. There's nothing in this room that's valuable. Don't worry, miss. I'm not a burglar. Are you Mrs. Watson? Why, yes, but if you're not a burglar, what are you doing in my room? My name's Ledbetter, Mrs. Watson. Detective Ledbetter of the Los Angeles Police Department. My partner and I are waiting for your husband. My husband? Well, what do you want with him? We just want to ask him a few questions, ma'am. Maybe you could answer them for him. Well, I don't know. I, I don't know just what What say. business is your husband in? Well, he's a plumber by trade, but he's been out of work for a long time. Oh, a plumber, eh? Yes. He's been out looking for a job, but with things as they are, he hasn't been able to find anything. Hmm. Does he happen to go out looking for jobs about 9 o'clock at night? Why, yes, he does. Say, if you think you've got anything on my husband, you're crazy. He's a plumber and he hasn't done anything wrong. You can't arrest him unless you've got something on him. Now, wait a minute, lady. Take it easy. There's no good in your flying off a handle like that. If he hasn't done anything, you'll be able to explain what he's been doing running around after 9 o'clock. That's a mighty funny time of night to look for work. I don't care. He hasn't done anything. Well, I'm afraid you'll have to get out of the station with my partner here. I'll wait and pick up Watson when he shows up first. Okay, Hal. Come along, Mrs. Watson. I've got a few more questions to ask you when you get to headquarters. But I haven't done anything. Why are you taking me with you? Just to ask a few questions, lady. Just a few questions. What reasons did your husband give you for going out at that time of night to look for a job? He was looking for work at the city offices. He told me that nighttime was the only time he could see the man in charge. Didn't you think that was a little silly at the time? I don't know. I suppose it did enter my mind. But I know Jim, and he's not a liar. I tell you, he hasn't done anything to be arrested for. What about those dirty overalls in the closet at your apartment? Oh, those were his working clothes. He used them to cover up his suit with on dirty jobs. Hmm. And um, had he been using them lately? Why, why, yes, he took them with him at night. To look for a job? That doesn't make much sense, does it, Mrs. Watson? Oh, I don't know. But I won't believe it. Well? Lieutenant Ledbetter is out here, sir. Oh, good. Tell Mrs. Watson out to the matron's office, Burns. Then tell Ledbetter to come in. Yes, sir. I'm sure you'll find out that you're wrong, Lieutenant. That remains to be seen, Mrs. Watson. I'll call you as soon as I talk to your husband. Oh, thank you. If I hadn't been in this business as long as I have, I'd almost believe that woman. All right. In here. Well, quite a crowd. Where'd you find the other two? They conveniently walked in, one after another, a little while after you left. Uh, which one of you is Watson? There's two Watsons, Herb. This is Jim. This is Bill. Uh, this one's name is McIntosh. Tom McIntosh. Well, now, isn't that nice? What do you say to all this, Jim? I don't know what this is all about. But I'm telling you right now, it's a pretty lousy thing when you can't even walk into your own apartment without a bunch of flat feet grabbing you and running you in. And you haven't any idea as to why you're here. No. Well, suppose I have Lieutenant Ledbetter tell you all about it, then. 
Would you care to tell these gentlemen why they're here, Lieutenant? Certainly. In the first place, there's a bank over on the corner of Figueroa and Adams that has a lot of money in it. And right out in front of that bank, there's a manhole that leads down into the store. Hey, what's the idea of all this chatter? What are we arrested for? That's what we want to know. We'll get to that. Continue with your story, Lieutenant. And about three days ago, three men were down in a little tunnel that they dug from the sewer pipe to the vault of the bank. As a matter of fact, they were within a half an inch of about $25,000 in banknotes. But unfortunately for them, a night watchman happened to hear the sound of their chisel made on the steel vault and turned in an alarm. I told you that lousy chisel makes too much noise. My chisel made too much noise, eh, Bill? Well, you were right. Now, what do you boys say to this? Nothing. All right. In the little tunnel, we found several things belonging to the men who managed to get away from us. Among these things was a torn coat sleeve. I have it right here. Have you ever seen this before, Jim? I... No. I've never seen it. Well, that's funny. How about these trousers here? Have you ever seen them? I... Why, yeah, they're mine. Doesn't it strike you funny that you've never seen the coat sleeve? Yet it's out of a coat that matches these trousers? I knew it. I knew we'd get caught. You said it was Why perfectly... Why, you little school bitches, I'll knock that mouth of yours off your feet. Hey, 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 snap out of it. Well, what do you say now, boys? Are you going to tell us about it or not? It'll go a little easier for you if you do. All right. I suppose we might as well. We did it. It was the first job we pulled. Yeah. Whose idea was it? Mac. He said it was perfectly safe. Unfortunately, McIntosh, there's no such thing as a safe crime. You may get away with it for a little while, but in the end, you'll get caught. And then it's a tough hey, rap. Listen, I don't know what's going on around here, but I know I'm not going to be real over to jail. These guys are nuts saying I planned the job. Why, I haven't even with them. They've been going around robbing banks. I haven't known anything about it. The frame up, that's what it is. That's mighty interesting, Mac, but I'm afraid it's a little too late to be effective. We've got enough evidence on you three to put you safely away for a long, long time. And that's exactly what we're going to do. Testimony offered against you in this case, 
This court feels that there is no doubt as to your guilt. However, there is one thing that throws a different light on this case. The testimony given during this trial made it apparent that one of you is the man most guilty. That one of you was responsible for the planning of this attempted crime. Therefore, in sentencing you, I feel that I am justified in my decision. James Watson and William Watson, I sentence you to six months in the Los Angeles County Jail to start immediately and run in consecutive days. This is the lightest sentence I am allowed by law to pass on you. And in doing it, I hope that both of you will think twice before you resort again to crime for a living. Thanks, Your Honor. Thank you, Judge. Thomas McIntosh, I'm not going to be so lenient with you. It is your type of man that instigates just such schemes as this. Therefore, it is the sentence of this court that you be confined in San Quentin Penitentiary for a period of not less than one and not more than ten years. Every boy and girl listening, Rio Grande offers several free gifts. To get these gifts, merely go tonight or tomorrow to your neighborhood Rio Grande Craft Gasoline Service Station. Ask about Rio Grande's free gift. The attendant will give you the latest copy of the Calling All Cars News, a big double-sized special edition, and it contains illustrations and descriptions of all the free gifts. Choose the ones you want. You can have them all at no cost. Parents will want their boys and girls to have these gifts. We urge you to drive your youngsters to the Rio Grande service station. Get a copy of the Calling All Cars News for yourself. It's full of true detective stories, latest movie news, and interesting articles, and it's free. While you're in the Rio Grande station, try a tank full of Rio Grande cracked gasoline. Find out for yourself why it is used in more police cars, fire engines, ambulances, and emergency equipment than any other gasoline. It delivers police car performance, at no extra cost. Los Angeles Police calling all cars, attention all cars, cancellation broadcast 94. The facts in this case now in custody. That's all. Rolls the clerk. This is Frederick Lindsley bidding you good night for the Rio Grande Oil Company. <laughs> <laughs>